Hey y'all, what's going on? This is Bud Elliott of the Nolcast, and just hey, get to do this after a win. I told Ingram I would do it, win or lose. And to be honest, in a normal year, I think we mostly think uh, Syracuse is going to be a win. But when we sketched this thing out, we said, "Well, Bud's got it," and it was a win. Awesome. No need to talk about it, right? Just a regular win over Syracuse. So not so fast. Not so fast. <sighs> There's nothing easy. There is nothing easy with this FSU team, uh, but it's a win. FSU beats Syracuse 33-30 to on a walk-off kick. Let's get into it, right? Um, team goes absolutely nuts. You can tell they have been fighting. They have been working. They have not been winning. Um, we know, given the players and the personnel on the field right now, uh, they just they don't have very much player wise and uh, ultimately you know it, it it is what it is they they have what they have and they're not going to have that many games that they can win with this current group of players but they got this one so let's go ahead and discuss how it happened of course we always want to thank our sponsors Louisiana hot sauce the legendary team at resolution home loans or excuse me at, at Hamilton home loans excuse me 844 FSU loan the awesome group we have at Congruity HR Solutions, and of course, at Social. Ooh, all right. So, where do we want to start with this? Mike Norvell said it. We have a lot of guys playing who are extremely banged up. That's a quote from his press conference. I think he knows how important it was to get this win, and uh, and they they damn sure got it. They actually had a pretty good lead several times throughout the game. Right. I mean, if FSU led nine to nothing, FSU led 23 to 13, FSU led 30 to 20. And each time they allowed the game to come back and be tied uh, or to uh, to actually lose that lead ever so briefly. Um, and yet FSU gets the W here. So let's go ahead and review just I was going through the EPA per play here. The biggest plays of the game. If you're somebody who had to step away, it's understandable, right? Like it's FSU Syracuse for an FSU team that, that was winless, and and a Syracuse team that was three and one, although not not a not a great Syracuse team, obviously. Uh, the biggest plays in the game. So Jordan Travis's interception with eight minutes left. Obviously, uh, when you play Jordan Travis, you're going to have a lot of screens, you're going to have a lot of quarterback runs, and you're going to have some throws off fake screens. And in this case, you have a tight end. I think it's Cam McDonald who doesn't uh, doesn't take care of his blocking assignment, and the guy shoots it and picks it off. I do think that's on McDonald to make that block. And uh, unfortunately for FSU, he didn't. So a huge, huge play uh, in, in Syracuse's favor when FSU was driving, right? First and 10 on the 46. They've had some success, though, in screens on, on, on the day. It's basically the only thing they can throw because they don't have a real drop-back game with Jordan Travis, and uh, that, that pick – Totally messed him up. Now, second biggest play, also a play by Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis ran for 33 yards with 23 seconds left from his own 26 to the Syracuse 41. Just an incredible scamper. It's something that, you know, look, it, obviously this season's not going to go down in memory, probably, unless it's bad memory. Uh, but we all remember where we were with Greg Reed's punt return against Maryland. A bad team, a guy makes a, a really nice play to preserve a win or, or set his team up to have a chance to win. In that case, 
it was to keep the bowl streak alive uh, against Maryland. Here, Jordan Travis scampers along the sideline. It looks like he's going to go out. Maybe the Syracuse guy thinks he's going to go out, and he pulls up because he doesn't want to get uh, get that, that penalty for hitting the quarterback on the sideline. And Jordan Travis doesn't go out, right? He keeps going. Keyshawn Helton throws him a great block. So that was uh, that was absolutely huge there. Uh, Garrett Schrader throwing a touchdown pass on third and 10 from FSU's 26. After FSU had done a pretty nice job on the day of, uh, of getting Syracuse off the field on, uh, on long down and distance. And in this case, just that they don't look like they're ready. The communication... Problems in the secondary, just just not not good at all. Um, the fumbled punt by Ontario an, Wilson with, with with the muff there, major major problem. Obviously, I mean that that's something you you get the stop. You're you're going to go up. I think you're going to go up multiple scores again there, and then you fumble the punt, right? And now like look, you still get the stop there, but then you got to punt it away, and, and Syracuse comes back down and scores. That that was that was a pretty big deal. Uh, Treshawn Ward's 66-yard run, just just huge. And then, of course, uh, Schrader's 55-yard touchdown run for Cuse. That was it. Like, for a game that really wasn't all that well played, there were a ton of swings in this thing. That was that was pretty remarkable. Um, just, wow, just a wild, wild game here. Um, let's go in, into the offense. So one thing I do want to point out about the offense here, this was not a this was not good offense, right? Uh, you are actually, hey, you were finally outgained uh, on a yards per play perspective this year, and still won the game. So that was that was neat because so far this year, I think FSU's had a couple games where it actually had the advantage in the yards per play category and lost the game. So uh, nice to actually get the W there uh, after after losing the uh, yards per play battle. So anyway. Um, only only three tackles for loss allowed. Or well, the one box score says four, the other one says three. But in, in any case, for FSU to have run 69 plays, nice, and only have four tackles for loss allowed, that really is not that's not too bad. And this is an offensive line, like we said, you got to get some guys back. You had Maurice Smith play tonight. You had Robert Scott go tonight. Are they 100 percent No. Again, Norvell's quote. We have some guys playing extremely banged up. I think he means Gibbons on, on the offensive line, and I think he probably also means DLT, who's who's not fully back, you know, from the uh, from the offseason surgery. I, I don't think and, and missed that whole offseason of uh, of conditioning and whatnot. That was huge, though. I mean, to, you gave up what two sacks for eleven yards? Okay, that's not it's not the end of the world. Four tackles for loss, three tackles for loss. Okay, still got five and a half yards of play against the Syracuse defense that I, I do think is is a pretty legitimate defense. Uh, Mike Norvell was able to create, along with Kenny Dillingham, some explosive plays. Obviously, um, I mean, look, no explosive pass plays, but you got runs of 65, 33, 25, 20, uh, and then a couple for 10, 17, 11, and 11. That's not bad on the ground. You're, you're, you're maybe not going to have hugely explosive pass, uh, pass plays, with Jordan Travis in there, uh, but that's just kind of kind of who he is, you know. That's that's kind of kind of what you're going to get. Um, so, okay, that was just nice to get a win. I mean, let, that's that's just what it was. You could tell how much this meant to the kids. By the way, they were really into this. They they were. I mean, 
I just think that they want to want to want to get off the skid and actually get a win, and that's that's huge, you know. So, I mean, that's that's pretty big, um, man. I wonder. Uh, hmm. I I wonder what's going to happen going forward. Like, obviously, they went to Travis because Milton didn't practice on Wednesday. Both guys missed some practice this week. Travis running looked fine. Like he didn't look maybe quite as explosive as he normally looks, but he wasn't super hobbled, which was which was key. I mean, do you stick with Travis going forward? I I think probably, although there's some games if you can't throw the ball, it just gives you basically no shot. Um man. That scamper at the end was something cool. That that really was. Cause if that game goes to overtime, I don't know. Are you are, are you confident there if it goes to OT? Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Um, Cam McDonald, 41 yards receiving. Treshawn Ward, 29. Deshaun Corbin, 14. Toe Philly, 12. Keyshawn Hilton, 26. So you, I mean, your leading receiver had 26. Your leading wide receiver had 26 yards catching. You had one guy with five and one guy with four yards. It was very one dimensional, and yet, you know, you got 33 points out of it. Ultimately, in the game, I mean, I usually use a formula. It's, you know, roughly about 15 yards or about 15 yards per point, right, is what I think it normally is. Now, both these teams did a pretty good job of scoring touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, Scoring was very high here, 33 to 20. If you figure out their total yards and you divide by 15, that gets you about 51. So it does seem like the scoring was a little bit higher than anticipated. But, I mean, look, you, you, you finish plays in the red zone. Ward and Corbin got it done. You only had to set up for one field goal, other, other than obviously the, the, the one day in the game. You did miss an extra point, which is, which is pretty huge. Now, the other problem that, that you have here is it's just the absolutely terrible uh, job by the defense. Not on a down-to-down basis, but on the explosive plays. I mean, holy cow. Syracuse has not been like that explosive this year. 26 yards for a touchdown. I mean, 24, 26, 17, and then explosives on the ground. 55-yard run, a 32-yard run. Six other runs of 10 plus. I mean, like the six other runs of 10 plus doesn't bother me that much. It's going to happen when you face a team that runs it as much as Syracuse does. But some of these explosive plays were were just pretty poor. Uh, and it took away from a defensive effort by the Knowles that otherwise, honestly, was, was pretty damn strong. I, I was very impressed by what FSU did on a down-to-down basis defensively against the run. I mean, they, they stopped. Let me pull this back up here. FSU right, against the rush. Uh, they stopped 45% of Syracuse runs for two or fewer yards. They stuffed seven runs. That, that's zero or, or, or less. I mean, that's it's like one in five. Uh, but it's, it's, it's the long runs. It's the explosive runs. It's the stupid penalties. It, it's the, you know, there's the, the boneheaded mistakes here. And look, some of those boneheaded mistakes were on offense. Obviously, the, the most pivotal play of this game by far was Cam McDonald not not hitting that block and uh, and you know Jordan Travis's ball 
being intercepted. Um, but, I mean, you got to give the defense some credit at times because they, they did do a pretty good job getting off the field. Two of 12 allowed on third down. So, okay. I mean, how are you all feeling? I feel like everybody was just like, finally, a win. So the fan base doesn't have to root for a team that's winless. Does it mean you can go win next week at North Carolina? Mm, probably not. Probably going to be a little tough there. But maybe. Who knows? I mean, like North Carolina has totally been a Jekyll and Hyde team this year. They they lost badly to, to a Georgia Tech team today that lost by like 35 points to Pitt. Who knows? It. I guess anything uh, is is technically possible. I know the broadcast was talking about how there should have been a holding call on the last play with Darius Washington. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. But also, what about uh, illegal hands to the face, right? Legal use, legal use of hands is that not uh, is that not something that should be called? Like, if, if at worst it should have been offsetting because he's he's totally taking Darius Robinson or uh, uh, Darius Washington and just absolutely jamming his hand into his face. That that probably needs to be called. Anyway, um, yeah, that. What a game. That was that was wild. They, they've got to learn to put games away and just, you know, I was talking in, in, in some group chat. It's like, look, man, they just, they keep making some really bad mistakes at bad times. And they, they, there's no killer instinct here. And we're talking like, hey, why don't, why don't they just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball? And they, I mean, they ran it 37 times for 247. But ultimately, you are basically having to trick people here. So, that's that's tough. And sometimes the tricks work. Sometimes they didn't. I did like the touchdown pass, obviously, to Hilton. That was cool. You know, you run all those screens and, and then you you fake one. And you and you throw it vertically there in kind of the green zone area. That was cool. So um let's see what else. I mean, honestly, I Norvell's face at the end was was pretty cool. I mean, just, he looked absolutely relieved. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it was, it was a kind of a frustrating win, but can, can you be, can you be frustrated with a win with the team that's 0-4 or that was 0-4? I don't know. Um, I do know that 137 yards on the ground to, to Schrader is too many. Obviously part of that was the, uh, with the 55 yarder but still there's there's a 55 yarder and that was that was no good all right uh anyway that's pretty much all i got here tonight it it here's something for you do you do you think that like as a fan now you've seen these players do you grasp the magnitude of the rebuild? Because on one hand, you got the win, which is great. Um, on the other hand, I think you saw the real limitations that some of these guys do seem to have. Um, and that's problematic because there's going to be just a lot of games you can't win. And there's probably going to be a lot of games next year you can't win as well with this. But it's a win and it's a start, right? Like you get one, maybe you can get two, three more. That'd be nice, obviously. Um, yeah, it's certainly better though in five. Because if you go zero and five, when when are you going to get your first win? If you if you happen to go zero and five, 
is it UMass October 9th? Or excuse me, October 23rd after the bye week? Like you want to go into the bye week 0 and 6, assuming you lose next weekend at North Carolina? Because that'd be painful. I don't think you really want to do that. Uh, so anyway. Um all right, guys. I I like I'm I want to go back and re rewatch this thing more. I I again the biggest takeaways I have. Jordan Travis's legs, if he's even somewhat healthy, are probably the best thing this team does, along with giving the ball to Warden Corbin. And uh, you ran 69 plays tonight. Those guys touched the ball. Um, let me see here. 35. 35, 5 is 40. 45. And then uh, another target there. So... Those guys touched the ball on 46 of your 69 plays. That feels pretty good. And I'm talking about running. Like, obviously, if Travis threw it, threw it at somebody else, that's not – I'm not counting that. That seems like a decent ratio against a team that you can beat. Obviously, the better teams are going to take that away a little bit. You're going to have to have a receiver or, or two make some kind of play. Uh, but ultimately tonight, pretty solid. Ingram and I will be back on Monday. We'll have a, a fuller breakdown. We'll talk to some of our sources, see some of the recruiting fallout from this and from this weekend. Um, but, man, if you could just cut down on a couple of the mistakes. I don't know. Like, I'm a little bit annoyed. I don't know if you guys are. But they're 2 of 12 on third down and 0 of 3 on fourth down. Syracuse is. And you still allowed 30 points to them. That's just not you got to be better situationally on defense. Obviously, the, the the muff punt, I mean, special teams tonight, I thought, was, was just not very good. Um, I mean, kick returns, three for 39, a long of 16. That's not great, right? Punt returns, okay, you did have one for 12. The other three, not too – no, not not too good, obviously. Um, punting, Master Mono, actually fairly good at 45. But I mean overall, you have a special teams turnover. Teams that lose the special teams battles when the, when the spread is roughly, you know, within a touchdown, they they lose the game a whole heck of a lot of the time. If you have a special teams touchdown or any kind of defensive score that go against you. And if she was able to win despite the fact that you had a special teams turnover. It's pretty big. All right, y'all. I uh, will see you next time.